Hey girl, are you addicted to burning a certain number of calories per day? Are you always looking at your Apple watch, trying to close your ring, or even obsess about the number of steps that you get? What about obsessing about getting your workouts in over anything else in your schedule? You know, the obsessive thoughts can really be a problem if we don't have these things under control. So today in the episode, I want to share with you how I shifted my thinking and my behavior to prioritize my workouts, but not obsess about them. Your body might need rest like mine did. And I'm going to share with you how you're going to know that. So hang with me and let's dive in. Hey girl, welcome to the podcast, She Breaks Free. I'm Tara Josie, a wife, mom, fitness professional, and recovered obsessor of diet and exercise. If you're ready to finally break free from what you're supposed to do and find out what's best for you, gain solutions on the diet that works for your body and learn fitness strategies to change your health, this podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more or connect with me in our Facebook group, She Breaks Free. Okay, it's time to put your big girl pants on, lay that cookie down. Let's get into today's show. So personal story time here, you know, in the early years of me being obsessive about the fitness side of things, my workouts, I was involved with uh, triathlon and running and you know, signing up for races and then training most of the year, really not having a lot of downtime, giving my body rest. And in those days, I was so obsessed about my calendar and what that looked like. I would spend hours like planning everything out, especially if I had a big race coming up. And the amount of time and energy I put into the planning and the prepping, and some of that really was because of this underlying issue of me wanting to look a certain way. Now, I really did enjoy the competition of triathlon, but at some point there was a shift that was really more concerned about my looks and was this workout going to help me burn some calories because I had this food today or I overate something or I binged on cookie dough or whatever it was. And then I would go to the gym outside of my training. I would go to the gym and get on the elliptical machine and be on the elliptical machine for at least the number of calories that I ate. I would figure out what that was. And let's just say I ate something, two cookies or three cookies or four cookies. And that was like six, 800 calories. I would do everything I could to at least shoot for 800 calories so that I could offset what I ate. This was horrible thinking. Now that I'm where I am, and looking back, like this is not how we should be viewing exercise and diet. And so many of us struggle with this. And, you know, I, I put way so much emphasis on this. And of course, as I got older and life shifted into different different ways, you know, God provided things for me to take the less attention off myself and, and the training and the obsessiveness about exercise, but I still struggled. And you know, no matter how much sleep I got, no how much, no matter what was going on, I would always make sure that I hit my workouts. For example, if I had something going on at say nine o'clock in the morning on a Saturday morning, I would get up at dark, in the dark, four o'clock in the morning, whatever it was. If I had to do a three hour bike ride, I would make sure that was done and I had plenty of time to get ready to go do what I needed to do before that happened. And, you know, there, there is a level of 
you know, really enjoying a sport and for example, triathlon, where it does create a lot of time commitment, there's, there's a fine line between enjoying a sport and doing it because you just love the sport and the competition, the way it makes you feel and just the training portion of it. There's this whole competition thing here, but you know, I was really obsessing and using those workouts to offset what I was eating and it just wasn't healthy behavior. And I obviously realize that now, and you know, it would lead to overtraining. It would lead to the lack of connection with people in my life. I would put those things in priority and really not have the time that I needed for what really mattered in life. And so how did I overcome that? What, what happened? And for me, I think life sometimes can happen, right? That shifts us into a different direction. But I want to share with you three different strategies that I use to overcome this obsessiveness, but also to understand that my body needed rest. And when, if we're trying to hit workout six, seven days a week, and we're doing the stuff to our bodies, like we're not helping ourselves on the nutrition end of it when we're trying to kill ourselves in the gym or, or outside running or whatever it might be. The first strategy was to really evaluate and ask myself, what is truly important in life? What matters to me right now in this season of life? And evaluating that, looking to see what that is, you know, right now, my family, my, my seven-year-old son and my husband and investing time in that, knowing that my child, I only have a certain amount of time with him and that time is fleeting. Like what is most important? You know, I, I actually saw a shift in my life when I got a dog, I was single, I was in my thirties and I got a lab and, you know, labs need a lot of exercise and loved, love, love that dog so much was such a huge part of my life. And it allowed me to focus on something other than myself. And that was one of the first shifts that happened in my life that really helped me begin this journey of really becoming aware of what was happening, how it was obsessing and really, how do I get out of this? Identifying this for yourself is huge. What is most important? And, you know, that is really kind of the work first steps, really asking yourself, what's going to happen if I miss a workout? What is more important? What is going to happen if I miss a workout? Am I going to gain 30 pounds if I miss a workout? Chances are you're not. Most cases you're not. You know, am I going to gain weight? Am I going to fall off the wagon? Is it, if, I, if I don't do one workout, am I going to not be able to get up the next morning and do the next workout? You know, really being so concerned about that, that should, should create a check in yourself to evaluate, oh gosh, this might not be healthy if this is how I'm thinking. Once you realize the answer is no, give yourself permission. Change your mindset on how your workouts are enhancing your life or how they could be hindering your life. You know, if you have to get up at four o'clock in the morning to do a workout and you're cranky the rest of the day because you didn't get enough sleep, like really, what is the, what's the balance here? Maybe you should just go for a 30 minute walk later instead of getting up so early if it's going to like really ruin your whole day and you're going to be angry about it. You know, you have to be honest with yourself and, and take a look at that before you can look to the outside and blame other things that, that may be factors. The second strategy I used was to really accept that my body can only sustain so much. You know, obviously, as you age, as I've aged, I this is a, a an awful reality, right, is you know, the, the, the early years have now caught up to me. My running days are way over. It is not fun to run because my knees hurt. Uh, I might do some sprints here and there, but very short periods of running. 
and mostly just walking. And I don't do triathlon anymore simply because my lifestyle has shifted. And that time for me is more valuable spent with my family. And that may not be the case for you. However, it is super important to understand how your body can only sustain so much and really overtraining is not the way to go. If you're trying to maximize or try to use exercise to overcome the abundance or the binge or whatever it is that you're doing on the diet side of things. Identifying a reasonable schedule is super important. And if you're somebody who obsesses about this, you know, really what, what is a realistic, reasonable schedule? And, you know, it's not seven days a week for sure. It might not be six days a week for you, you know, being able to find that sweet spot for your body and, and how you function the best Maybe it's just walks on the weekend. You know, you get your weight training in. And, and if you're not weight training, I encourage you to, to add weight training in as a break from all the cardio. For me, that was huge. So much cardio just drain. It almost stresses your body more if you're doing it constantly. You're not doing any weight training. That for me was a real big eye opener of how much I felt so much better when I let go of the cardio, get, get off the elliptical trainer, go outside for a walk hit the gym for weights at least three days a week, getting all the major muscle groups and, and be done with it and, and start investing that time that you've obsessed about and killed yourself to get up so early in the morning or, or even late at night, however you fit those in and really focus on the things that matter that can enhance your life, that can make you grow more into the person that God's called you to be. Try it out for a couple weeks, see how your body adapts and be sure you've got that one day of rest in there. Super important. The last one is begin to view your progress for the long term and how that's going to look, you know, a year down the road, two years down the road, 10 years down the road. And, you know, evaluate, are, are you, are you using a variety of activity to, to help prevent the overtraining? I, I will tell you, I got the best massage from a girl who, I used to go to consistently when I was running. It's been probably six years since I, I had a massage from her. And I thought, you know, when I left that room and I came out front to talk to her, I was like, why did I wait so long? My body has been screaming for this and just beating myself up physically and not really giving my body what it needs rest, but also care and stress relief and all the things. And so I'm going to keep that thing on a schedule. Uh, you know, I, I think that money is well worth the investment, but follow a plan that allows for a day of rest and really get out of the mindset that burning a certain number of calories is what you need to do. Like, like don't, don't put food as good or bad. Don't make it a moral thing, right? You know, I ate this much stuff last night, so I need to go kill myself in the gym tomorrow. Or I really had a bad day. I need to go hop on the treadmill and do a run for 45 minutes. You know, using exercise as a, as a punishment because you've ate a certain amount of food is never the way to go. You're going to end up either injuring yourself, overtraining, or just really utilizing it in a way that's not healthy, you know, in your mind, not just for your body. You know, I did that lots and lots and lots of times I did. I can't even tell you for how many years I did that, you know, eating something bad and then trying to go burn it off, taking a run or whatever it was. 
I mean, I can remember like binging on cookie dough and then going for a run because I felt so guilty and just making myself sick because I was, I was, had a full belly and then I'd go out and run and just never, never a good scenario here. So shoot for a 30 minute walk daily, you know, on your cardio days, maybe it's a 20 minute hit session two days a week or one day a week, you know, try something different, get out of that consistent routine of steady state cardio for four or five days, maybe six days a week, switch things up, do it for a couple of weeks, see how you feel. And really it's about shifting the mindset, getting a different view of how you use your workouts, getting a different view of are they helping me grow? Or are they hindering me? And that was super life-changing for me to evaluate. Wait a second. I can maintain my body weight if I let go of this and I focus on this. And it really is a, a, a way to freedom. I mean, that's, that's what I've been living. And I can't stress it enough how amazing it feels to be able to be free from that obsession. I suggest obviously spending time doing some yoga, some hit, not hit training, but yoga and also focusing on flexibility and stretching. For years, I, I just avoided that kind of stuff because I just didn't feel like it was worth my time because it didn't burn a lot of calories. But, you know, you need to eat to fuel your workouts and not use your workouts as a punishment for what you've eaten. So I hope that something here today has hit home and this has blessed you and that you can think about one of these things and really how you can change your mindset. If this is a struggle for you, really putting into practice something that can begin you towards that journey of obsessing less and less and less as you move more towards the freedom of that. So I would love to connect with you. Please come into our Facebook group, She Breaks Free. Introduce yourself. Let me know what kind of questions or struggles that you might have. And if that's not a great place for you, would love for you to email me, Tara, T-A-R-A-J at dietditching.com. We'd love to connect with you there and just hear your story and where you're at. And um, we'd love to do that with you. So take care. God bless and have a great day. If you have been blessed today, you can thank me big by heading over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a written review of the show. I would be so grateful. Secondly, if you want to connect with me and others who are like-minded, go to Facebook and join She Breaks Free group. It's a private group where you can feel safe and always share your heart. I will be there to answer questions, provide tips, and help you in your journey to freedom. Here's to you breaking free. God bless.